Uh, are you calling Lotus? No, they're closed on Sundays. Oh, they are. Well, I mean, we could try. Okay. You want to try? Yeah, here. I'll give it a try. So I'm here. Uh, what's yeah, the phone number? Who knows? Oh, let me get the phone number real quick. <laughs> U.S. and Canada. 1-800-24-LOTUS. That's 56887. 56887. Eight, eight, okay. <laughs> My speaker's broke. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it sounds like ass. <laughs> I, uh, it went underwater. <laughs> oh. I'll turn it down so it's not so, uh, it doesn't it's not sound too bad. Somebody picks up. I don't think they're day. going to. No, everything else says Monday through Friday. <sighs> Hopefully I can leave a voicemail. Yeah, just leave them a message. Hey, this is Corey Crispin. Here's my phone number. Uh, I was just curious how you pronounce the new model, the E-V-I-J-A. Yeah. Uh, you gotta try at least five times. Yeah. Definitely British. Yeah. Our general information line is open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And they didn't even go with, like, a clean, proper British accent. They went with the most, like, Just down got south. Out the, uh, just got out of the pub, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the most Liverpool. They sound like the Beatles. Did you catch that football game? <laughs> football. Football. God, we're rednecks. <laughs> <laughs> Please dial six. It hung up. <laughs> okay, we'll we'll have to record on a Monday and call them. Yeah, I'll call them and say, "How do you pronounce Lotus Fajita?" <laughs> I don't know. What, what is your new? We model? should just start doing that because there, Vigil. there are there's a handful of models that I I don't even know how to pronounce. Not just Lotus, but some car makers yeah. in general. A lot of Europeans. Yeah, yeah, Americans are at least nice enough to make it like fairly straightforward. The Fox. Yeah, yeah. it's like simple word. Like, yeah, like there's a lot of them that are really confusing. Where it's like, is this pronounced Fiesta or like Fiesta? You know, I don't <laughs> know how to say, Yeah. Is it the Ford Fiesta? Where are those made? The Ford Fiestas? Yeah. They don't make Mex them here anymore. Mexico. Well, where were they made? Where were they made? Probably, they were made in Mexico. Probably right? Mexico, that yeah. I was going to say, yes. if every day, the, if every every day on the production Ford line was not a party. How about the Festiva? Then, oh, oh yeah. my dad had two of those. Oh, really? Yeah, that thing would rip. You'd put that thing in reverse and just drive it backwards through our lawn all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd ride in the trunk so it looked like I was driving because my head was like right up against the glass. And he'd just be ripping around in reverse through the lawn. I think Ford still makes the those models, the, like the ST and the RS for Europe. I think they just oh, came out with a new sense. generation. Yeah. Um, It'd be cool if, like, when they made um, when they made models like that, they actually stood for something. Like ST is supposed to be like street tuned, but it'd be cool if it was like oh, that's pretty super. Turbo. Is it street tuned? Yeah, I think that's what okay. SC is supposed Super to stand turbo. for. I've yeah, always heard like sport touring, street tune, stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you, you know how in like the 60s, everything was turbo something, but yeah. none of them were turbocharged? Right. It'd be like super turbine. It's like the it's like the 400 turbo transmission. It's yeah, like, turbo hydromatic. Yeah. And all the V8s were like turbo fire. Yeah. He's like, not turbo. Yeah. yeah. Nothing has a turbo. And the it, one that did have a turbo, the Oldsmobile. Oh, yeah. The was F85. it the Starfire? F85 oh, yeah. Starfire. Yeah. That was a Buick 215. 
Oldsmobile 215. Okay. And then the uh, Corvair had a turbo, too. Okay. Yeah. You know, Morgans came with turbos. Seriously? They came with turbo Rover V8s and ran a propane. That sounds like the most reliable car ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all, all you had to say was Morgan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it gets worse. And, and then the, the more words and you added, the yeah, more I was like, yeah. this thing's broken. Morgan, yeah. Rover, V8. Oh, Morgan, so I shouldn't drive it across the state. And then it's like... <laughs> propane. Yeah, and then wood. you say, and yeah. you say uh, Rover, and I'm like, okay, probably wouldn't really leave town with it. And then you say... Uh, you say propane, and up. I was like, you know what? I don't even think you could leave town with it if you wanted to. But then the more it goes on, I'm just like, you know what? That that sounds like like junkyard. Yeah, I, mean, I know that, that those sounds like um, a swap those propane cars. You know, th- there's pumps for that. But every time I think of propane, I think like somebody's going up to the gas station to the like grill propane and swapping it out. <laughs> yeah, that's, the ones where that's like, like the what f- I envision. Fifty dollars swap or whatever. I yeah. figured they would just put one of those in the bed. Oh yeah. The back and then yeah. Swap it out. I feel like that'd be pretty easy. Mm-hmm. But uh, fuck, I was gonna say something. No, um. Okay. Good. Well, hey. Uh, welcome to the Joyrides Automotive Podcast. Uh, thanks for listening. If this is uh, uh I don't know. I, I never know what to say in these intros. No, the intro is kind of tricky. The first time we've recorded is, yeah. in actually a while. We're in a it different is. room today. We have no whiteboards, so yeah. we're yeah, just gonna pull the hard. notes out of it's our. It's also app. hotter than shit. Yeah, it is hot. Yeah. Incredibly hot. Seventy-four. <laughs> is it really? Yeah, that's what the thing said. Oh my it, it god, it feels yeah. worse than that. It, it does. does. It feels yeah. like eighty. Well, it's because yeah. there's no air moving. Yeah, we need a breeze. Open one I don't even windows. see any freaking vents By the way, right room. outside this window right is there. the railroad tracks. When you guys were out of the room earlier, a train engine rolled by and it shook the entire room. Oh, so Jesus, it was that, it loud? It wasn't loud, okay. but it was just shaking everything. This so is if probably one comes through. Okay, so what you're telling me is never rent this room again. This, this is the worst. This room. is the shit. I want to get the unconference room. The what? The, yeah, the unconference room. Unconference room? Yeah, that's what it's called. That's the one. Uh, Are you supposed to not have meetings in there? Well, the it's just like more relaxed than like a conference room because they have like couches. They have a, a TV in there. there. Yeah. Can we like bring an Xbox and just play Forza? Play Forza while yeah. we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, that or we throw our notes there. up there with like a laptop. That's not cool. HDMI. I don't Forza. Know. All right, that's Forza. Not cool. <laughs> uh, well, welcome to the Joyrides Automotive Podcast. My name's Dalen. I'm joined here in a different room today with uh, Tony. Hello. And Corey. What's up? And today we're going to be talking about our shirts. So we didn't <laughs> quite get to that. Uh, <laughs> Dylan's wearing a, uh, a I'm shirt with an E36 on it. What is that? Why wouldn't we introduce our own shirts? Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. know what? Yeah. Let's go ahead and introduce okay. our own shirts. Yeah. Because everyone's got a gnarly shirt on. Yeah. He's out here just making cats. Sorry, I'm making noises. shit noises. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a uh, blip shift shirt. Got this from Blipshift. I need to start going They're on great. there. Yeah. Okay, I've Get got a couple shirts, shirts from them. Their shirts are pretty hit or miss. Like some days it's like, this is a shirt that I would never wear. Oh, yeah. A lot of times the shirts on there, I look and I'm like, you know what? It's not really worth it. Yeah. Anymore. Not and really worth it for 16 bucks a pop. Banger, and then, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There, There's a handful of shirts that are just so good. Yeah. The problem is they do their sales. Uh, like two, you've got two days to place mm-hmm. your order and then they make them to order and then they never make them again. So right, you, you got to hop on there and get Some your of their shirt. Legendary shirts they'll bring back at like the end of the year. They'll be like, yeah. "Oh, in case you missed them," and they'll bring back like ten designs. Yeah, the but ones that are like run high like, sellers, the ones that people keep. Uh, I saw a thing where it was like, "Tell us if you want this shirt," and I'm guessing if they get enough people to email them and say, "I want this shirt," they'll do it again. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, um, but the majority of the shirts, yeah, once they're gone, they're gone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's a uh, red E36 M3 coupe. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. I like the wheels on it. Is yeah. It, what style is that? 
I have no fucking idea, but it's a style that was specific to the E36 yeah, M3s. Yeah, cool-looking ones. Uh, yeah, they yeah. are cool. What do you so, got on? So anyway, I got this uh, awesome Bristol Dirt Nationals uh, shirt on that I, I saw bought. That. I like that shirt. Yeah, it's actually, it's got, uh, on the back of it, there's like a Hornet car. looks pretty gnarly. The front doesn't say very much. But Carl? Yeah. Carl, Carl Chevrolet? Yeah. 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 So what's on the back? No. Oh, I just saw Carl on there. Like the dealer from... Des Moines? No, I'm pretty sure that's not on the back. What? Carl Customs? Oh, their logo is like the exact same as Carl Chevrolet from yeah. Des Moines. Who's suing who? <laughs> <laughs> They're right, probably Tony. the same if I had to make a guess. But uh, yeah, I don't really know. Mine's just Blink 182 concert shirt. Just, yeah, but, but it looks gnarly. Just yeah. Blink yeah. It looks pretty yeah. freaking sweet. What about hats? I'm not wearing a hat, but uh, uh, we've got some cool hats. Mine's is Buick. I got it from a Subaru dealership. <laughs> as you do. Yeah, uh, the no way Simpson God intended. Hat. I was going to ask, uh, it's a tan Buick hat. Filthy and I can, as hell. I can imagine you're the youngest person to wear that hat by a very large margin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, considering decades. <laughs> considering the only Buicks my dad has, because he's the one who initially got this, oh, yeah. are from the 30s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it fits that a lot yeah, better. Now you got to go get a new Buick hat where the logo is now like level. It's no longer at an angle. Oh, it's like that yeah. Thing. Also, what's up with Buick? Like every 20 years, they're like, well, we need a new logo. We need a rebrand. Yeah. It's because they rebrand and then still the same people buy it. Yeah. yeah. They rebrand, it still sucks. So then they rebrand and it still sucks. I think we've yeah. had this discussion about Buicks <laughs> several times have. on the show. I don't know. When Actually, I look I at like the hat. Buicks, like, yeah. like 90s and earlier, I enjoy anything post like. 95 the only buick i really like is the tour x and they said yeah what if we sold this for two years and then killed it, and then and killed it. what yeah. about the regal okay. gs okay that thing was a pretty sweet cool. i've actually i saw one for the first time in person uh, i was with week. you i was with yeah. Dalen, yeah and i saw one of those things and yeah i mean that thing was just in there just at, See, like just being cool you know the, that guy just is like carrying a freaking fire hose for <laughs> dong i mean those things are just those are like the coolest Buick. Okay. I was just going to say that the Buick hat, the tan, I imagine a very old man getting out of like a 95 LeSabre wearing that yeah. hat. Or like a Tri-5 okay. Buick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, the the Buick Regal GS, factory 300 horsepower Ecotech, turbocharged. Oh, yeah. Six-speed manual. Yeah, you could, you could, are they all manual? Or no. Is it that you could, you get, could get them. And factory forged wheels. Yeah. Hmm. That's pretty gnarly. And the wheels are actually pretty cool and They're they fit sweet. on a G eight. I've seen dudes run the G S wheels on G eights yeah. before. They I will say really good. the G S wheels on the G S look a little out of place. They but seem, not they seem like too terrible. big for the small car. I they think do. That's part of what it is. But are, they're are sweet wheels. wheels. I think so. And that car is technically a compact, right? Yeah. It's not think a mid size so. even. I think that's their I mid size. It's not their full size. Is it a regal? It's a regal. Okay. And I think the Lucerne. I thought the Lucerne was their yeah. mid size and the Lacrosse was their full size. I think you're right. Okay, Lacrosse, okay. But, but the, still, the Lacrosse isn't. The Regal, like the I don't Buicks, think they, they aren't even that big. I don't think the Buick which is has. It's really surprising because yeah, you know, back in the 70s, they were so big that yeah. you had to actually get a double decker garage right. just to park that hall. Well, because well, you look at a Lacrosse, and I, I'm not certain, but I want to say that that's supposed to be their full size car, but it's got to be on like the tail, but like end of the, like bottom of the full size. Because then you go look big. at like a CT6 or a 7 series. Yeah. And I'm granted, that's a luxury car. I mean, that's. But like full size luxury is a bigger car. I don't. Air I, would, I would say so. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Buick has a compact. I no. can't think of like an actual compact. What's that Buick SUV has. that looks absolutely horrible? The Encore. Like it got rear-ended. The Encore. Yeah. And the Encore. It's GX. like they designed. Like they were designing an SUV, and they were starting like you know from the side profile. They were starting with the front, like kind of drawing it towards the back, 
and then it was like ran out of paper. I need yeah. to is, end it here. Is that the one that when you open the tailgate, there's two more taillights behind it? You never seen that? Maybe. Could that, be. I wanted to say that that was like Kia or Hyundai. No, but that, it was definitely that might be. Buick. Was it? Yeah, because there's a law. You have to have your taillights showing at all times. Mm-hmm. They cannot be on a fixed. But those taillights are on a door, so when it lifts up, they have to have a backup. Yeah. Right? Tail. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead while you guys are searching that oh, up. I'm going to introduce... Oh, oh, um, oh, hold your horses there, okay, bud. Okay. I guess it's on a trunk. That looks... It's a Cascada. Cascada? Oh, yeah. Wait, is that the convertible? Yeah, that big bubbly one. Oh, Look yeah. Look at those taillights. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> um, well, you were talking about the, like, kind of small uh, crossover yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. What I'm really getting into is the sedans that are kind of lifted. Like the Volvo S60 cross country. What the hell? Yeah. Have you seen this? It looks like someone put bigger like wheels on wheel. it, and that's, that's it. I I think it's kind of sweet, but uh, you know what sim- it reminds me of is it looks like that that picture where there's like the tiny dog wearing boxing gloves on its feet. You ever <laughs> seen that picture? Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, it's <laughs> kind of similar to the. Did you guys see this new Toyota Crown? Yeah. Yeah. I did so see that. Toyota oh, Crown, Lord. it's kind of like a higher sitting at uh, and sedan. You know what? I'd rather have Makes higher sense. sitting sedans take over the market than big bubbly SUVs. For I sure. think that whenever I go to pull out in traffic, I can never see because of the amount of massive SUVs around me. Well, so this Toyota Crown, it's coming. I, I heard North America. I don't know if that means the US. That could just mean Canada, Mexico, whatever. Yeah, but course. it's all electric, which ties in really great to our topic today, which yes. is electric vehicles. Oh, yeah, I thought we were getting a little out of topic yeah, there for I a was second. Trying to, <laughs> I was trying to steer the ship back, but, uh, you know, with some creative creative yeah. thinking shipped in power but yeah good job electric man. vehicles um i yeah, think this sure. thing's gonna sell like crazy it's the uh, the all-new 2023 uh toyota bz 4x oh hell so yeah we saw this thing at the chicago auto show is that the, the rav4 basically okay it's yeah. an suv kind of it was a, at the auto show it's the big one that they had the display it was yeah, yeah. It's, it's basically it's a rav4 but it's a decent size um suv and then the bz is beyond zero mm-hmm. trying to have like zero carbon emissions mm-hmm. but it's all a marketing thing. Yeah, I mean that's really all it is. Uh, starts at forty two thousand dollars, which I feel like isn't horrible for an electric car. Yeah, yeah. I feel like that's yeah. really not that bad. Yeah, um, Tesla struggled for a long time. They were trying to get the what was it, the Model Three, down below thirty thousand. Yeah, because yeah, didn't it start at thirty five? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they m- didn't they eventually get to that thirty thousand mark, but it's probably back up now. Probably I imagine. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably thirty thousand if you pay in Dogecoin. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, this thing's available in all-wheel drive with um, X mode. Not really sure what that is. I think it's their version of X drive. That's all I can imagine it is. Maybe. Um, and then like a selectable front and rear. Yeah, I wonder if it's rear, like goes from part time to full time. Yeah, all-wheel yeah. drive. Well, that's what I'm saying is that um, just regular driving. It's front-wheel drive. Oh and then yeah. You can switch it to all-wheel. Like has mm. like an available all-wheel. Um, is there a drift mode? Can I just do the rears? There should be. <laughs> just the rears. But Super STI uh, changes uh, oh, the, slip. The yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, this has a, uh, a range estimated of 252 miles. Now, whenever, they, pretty good. whenever they post this, are they running the 252 miles like 170 pound driver totally dry otherwise or like mm. I, I can imagine i've read in a handful of magazines not like a ton of data on this and i don't have anything super scientific but i 
was reading an article. I can't remember which car it was, but it was one of the long range models of something, yeah. some electric car. And they run it with fifty pounds of pressure. They did in the tires not. Yeah, they did <laughs> not get the range that was advertised. Not by like a huge margin, but like somewhere around like fifty ish miles. Do it. Which is like, yeah. I mean, still fifty miles is is a fair amount. That's still so like a fifth of your advertised range. I just saw an article. I don't know how true this is. Yeah. Ford Lightning, mm-hmm. the new one, the electric one, pulling a trailer, like a camper trailer, they had a range of 80 miles. Ooh. That's, that's pretty weak. Fully loaded. Yikes. Yeah. That's, that's not good. That's, Gee, that's that, it seems terrible. like that's what kills the electric thing. It's is the towing. range. Well, uh, towing. Towing. But uh, like the range is like the big thing because you well can't just refuel. What's, what's like currently an estimated like supercharging time? Isn't it like 40 minutes? It's pretty freaking quick. I thought not, it was like 80% in like 20 minutes. Yeah. Because yeah. batteries which charge. really is not too bad. No, it's not at all. If batteries charge really quickly in that like minutes, midsection. Mm-hmm. Which, it's like up to like the 80% mark or whatever. Right. It can happen in minutes, but then like all the way up to the 100 like takes longer. Right. And that's how phones are. I mean, uh, yeah. Lithium ion. Yeah. Type of deal. My understanding is like based on the chemistry of it, like you can get it up to that 80% mark really easily just based on the chemistry, whatever the hell right. is going in. I'm not the biggest yeah, electric a lot of car science. expert in the world, but then actually getting the battery to want to charge to full takes a lot of power. Right. Uh, which I guess I should mention when I was down in Florida in, uh, where the hell was I? Jacksonville with mm-hmm. Mike. We were driving uh, Model S, uh, which was an interesting experience. You know, I, right. I've driven them before, but I've never gone through the experience of like charging mm-hmm. and the uh, the autopilot. I think it was called like autopilot plus or something. It wasn't quite full self driving. Right. Uh, which we'll get a little bit more into that later. We'll talk about some of the technologies that uh, like kind of go hand in hand with electric cars. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> it was just interesting to see because that's the car that he's been driving for you know a couple of days now, whatever, and just to kind of see what actually living with an electric car every day is like. Right. It's different. Yeah. It's definitely different. Especially if you don't have the charging at home. Uh, you kind of have to plan around it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, you're kind of bound by that because you have to spend, I mean, to get a full charge, you know, like the 40 minutes or whatever it takes to get a full charge, you're kind of bound to do that. And it's not super expensive either. It, It was actually like on a cost analysis I was just looking at it, and I understand that gas prices are a little high right now, but it was cheaper to pay for electricity for this car than right. it was to pay for gas. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I've seen a lot of people showing like $2 to fill it up. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if this is legit, but I heard a whole thing about Elon wanting to do um, Tesla taxis, where essentially you don't buy the car, but instead you pay for the ride, and they just self-drive around. And they'll like, I fucking hate Elon like, Musk. like Uber, <laughs> imagine Uber, your Tesla just picks you up, drops you off, charges itself, does its own thing. And what do you know? You get to pick the music. Yeah. No one to talk to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how legit that was, but I saw that and I'm like, you know, honestly. Do those like pull like into like the, like a Tesla station like to be serviced or whatever? Or are you, or are you just going to hop in you're like. Oh yeah, there's definitely potato chip crumbs all over this seat. Oh yeah, <laughs> self vacuuming. Because someone can just, yeah, someone's just gonna wreck the thing somehow. and leave it to the next guy. Yeah, that that or, like, is people true. Start boning in them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't the people bone taxi? Do that? <laughs> the, the bone taxi. Yeah, Elon Musk should call the system fake taxi. <laughs> oh my god. I, the Tesla fake taxi system. I would not do that. Anyways, on a different topic, <laughs> yeah. since we were talking about going below that $30,000 range, uh-huh. 
I did see Chevy and Honda are like pairing together to yeah. make a sub thirty thousand yeah. dollar. So uh, I think we talked about this on one of the episodes. Oh, we didn't did, we? We did yeah. bring it up in the news. Did you find any more information on no, this? No, just okay. that. Just that it exists. I that is happening. I'm just I'm looking forward to it because I actually. Um, like Both Chevy brands vehicles, yeah. yeah, and Honda is just known for their reliability. So, I mean, the combination of the two that'd be kind of nice. Mm-hmm. See, I think a cheap electric car would be perfect. You know, just for going back and forth to work, I don't need more than two hundred miles range. Which is like yeah. that's what the Nissan Leaf is. Something short, right? Nissan you can charge Leaf, at home. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, the Nissan Leaf's like how terrible miles. was like the, Chevy the original Volt. was. I think the newer one you get you get a little bit more range. I want to say what was that one that was at Jet Set for a long time. So that was that was a first gen. I oh, think okay. those had like sixty miles of electric range. Right. But that one was a beat piece of shit. Yeah, okay? that's what I figured. It, it had the battery was pretty much dead on that thing. It had about fourteen miles of range with a full charge. That is what awesome. Was, <laughs> what was the mileage? Uh, I want to say it had upwards of one hundred and twenty, maybe around one hundred and thirty. Right. That's what worries me about these cars. Yeah. Is that like. 120 is a lot. And then eventually they're going to need like a five to $8,000 battery replacement. Right. That's the thing is that I feel like a lot of the electric cars, your maintenance cost, I mean, granted you're saving money because you're not buying oil changes and stuff. It's, it's but then just being deferred. Once that you cost is being get, deferred. It gets pushed back to one major it's cost one rather than a lot of small ones. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I feel like I'd like to see like the, uh, um, you know, the Highway like Safety Association or whatever, you know, a lot of like the EPA estimated stuff. I don't know who exactly would do the survey, but I'd like to actually see them do something where it is maintenance cost compare, you know, a gas powered BMW to a hybrid BMW, which do they even make such a thing right now? Is there a hybrid BMW out? Yeah. Which one? They've got the, um, is the i8 hybrid or full electric or the, the i8 hybrid. hybrid? Okay. Do they make the i3 anymore? No, I think no. what well, maybe I I, they pulled say, the plug on the i8. If you could, if you could take like really? you know yeah. one specific oh. brand like BMW or Toyota, take full gas power, hybrid, full electric power, and take all of them to the same mileage, driven the same, what ends up costing the most and what ends up costing the least in maintenance, or are they oh, pretty yeah. close? Well, because right now with uh, petrol. I said petrol. petrol? British model. Yeah. Uh, right call, now, it's I guess. It's called Lotus. Right yeah. now, with internal combustion <laughs> engines, obviously, we know which brands cost more to maintain. Yes. Right. What does this look like when the playing field is pretty well evened right. and things are electric? Yeah. yeah. Also, the other thing that always pissed me off with the electric cars is when everyone's always like, well, it's electric. They still burn oil or they still burn fossil fuels to get the power. So it's not clean. It's not zero emissions. But it's. A lot better use of cleaner, the power. Yeah. Cleaner, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the point. Yeah. Well, and that's, I don't know, that's kind of a political argument, so I don't really want to get into it. Yeah, I, d- I did want to say that, uh, I should have said this at the top, and maybe I'll just put it up there anyways, but we're talking about electric cars today, and that's something that can either, you know, in the car community, that can get people hard, or that can totally piss them off. Right. Yeah. So Honestly, I'm not a fan of electric cars as far as, like, enthusiast vehicles. Right. I like the sound and the feeling of, like, engines. But sure. as a daily driver, I do not see the hatred for electric vehicles. Yeah. I've, I've been, been saying this for years. I can totally get, like, hopping into something EV and yeah. driving to work and back with it. Because you're going to save yes. so much money. And I put that with an asterisk because you could have, you know, terrible battery failure. We just don't know yet. Yeah, it's we still don't know, pretty we don't new. Know yet. Yeah. Um, All right. On that I, topic. Okay, I should say that it could be really great yeah on that topic i didn't read a whole lot of the stuff because a lot of patent stuff and i didn't like you don't read patents no fuck that but (laughs) this this whole article is uh 
Toyota's making fake manual gearboxes for electric cars. Uh, didn't Hyundai try that already? No, Hyundai did the clutchless manual. Clutchless, yeah. Which Ford is also doing something similar. Why would you want that? Clutches are epic. Because you can't do a clutch kick. Because they still clutch. want kids to go. Well, we I drive a manual Veloster, but there's no manual like third pedal. That's yeah. okay. So, Dudes like us will still make fun of all those people. Yeah. Well, kids it's like people with say, paddle shifters yeah. going, yep, Anybody manual paddles, transmission. Yeah, it's manual. yeah, I've got the slap shift, so yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've it's heard actually that. actually faster or than it's like, or I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm, Or wait, like on Marketplace, you ask somebody, hey, is this auto or manual? Uh, it's both. Yeah, okay, I, so it's automatic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, uh, I don't I don't necessarily make fun of people for not driving manual. I get it. Like, it's, not, right. it's not for everybody. People have their preference, I do think it's funny. fake manuals I do think it's funny when... You know, uh, there was a guy I used to work with who bought a one series and I asked him, I said, is it stick? He's like, no, it's a, it's a paddle shift. He's like, I'll still whoop your butt though. I was like, all right, man. Right. All right. Okay. I bought a one series. I'm not looking to go fast. See, that's the thing is that people have fun with your, uh, single clutch transmission and your off, which by the way, the one series, it's a GM six speed. Yeah. I don't know. It's the, uh, six L 50 E. Yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. For the automatic. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's pretty sweet. I don't no, know. The Jake is, says it's kind of his is kind of. Eh. The yeah. thing is, is that a lot of people with automatics will make the argument that like, oh, automatics are faster. It's like a newer automatic is faster in a straight line accelerating, but that's about it. Yeah, a brand new dual clutch will do that, and some some single but the clutches. Thing is, a lot like of the, the times it doesn't matter because the dudes making those claims are on uh, like Chinese brand all season tires, <laughs> so it's not like they're even putting power down anyway. eBay, <laughs> eBay turbocharger. Yeah. 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 Like a little off topic here. Yeah. But you guys leave in the parking lot at the one place that we were just at. Take off. It's cooler than hell. Get on the highway. Yeah. Revin. You guys forgot that I have a 4,000 RPM red line and I couldn't keep up. <laughs> I, I was actually, I was going to ask Dalen, what is your gear ratio? Because I'm up there. I hear him shifting back and forth. Meanwhile, I'm still in first gear going 50. <laughs> well, I'm in first gear, 4,000 red line, pegged, and going like 20 miles an hour. I'm, I don't know the specifics of the gear ratios in that car, but I'd say they kind of complement the engine nicely, considering yeah. it doesn't make a you ton of low-end And I'm just, whoa, yeah. still in first gear, still <laughs> well, and I'm, only, I'm only taking it to like 4,000. Yeah. That's only that's a little over halfway. That's all the way for my car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, haven't, I don't think I've ever actually taken uh, my car to the limiter, which is at like 65, 6,600. On the LSs? Yeah. It's a lot higher than I'm I thought like, it'd be. I'm like, I don't know if I should go to that. You should. I shift at about four, typically. Should. I think my LT was 6,000. Yeah. So 64 is about where... Maybe that'll really? get my lifter yeah. unstuck. Yeah, you, you should. <laughs> Just bang it off the limiter a few <laughs> times when I get home. Bend it. <laughs> Just bend all the rods and go, now it runs mint. <laughs> I would I would take that I would take that car up there if if you don't do it I would take that car up there at least once before it doesn't do it yeah exactly uh, back on the um, electric thing. yeah yeah uh, have yeah. you guys um, looked into the Cadillac Lyric no um, it's that big SUV and it, it's doing the weird Porsche thing where they're like it's a coupe SUV which basically means it's ugly so the True. roof comes down and goes like into the hatch and just like a swooping weird way and it's like I don't like a Chrysler, Chrysler Crossfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to so say here's, here's a picture of it. I want to say that my Gross. boss has. Uh, it's not horrible. Order on but why are they doing that? I don't. I don't understand Dwayne? why. Paul. Paul. Why are companies doing that with a, the rear end? Is that glass or is that, um, is that like just C pillar? 
Uh, I think it's because it just, looks like glass. It looks like glass. It looks like an Aero Coupe G body. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what it looks like. Those are pretty mm. fucking cool. Aero Coupes? Yeah. No, they're not. With the like the glass portion where it's like the rear, like it's like a triangle in the back. See, I think it looks very out of place. Okay. Yeah. But they, it's still a G body, so it's got that big like vertical bar that is right. your C pillar. Yeah. Okay. All right. B pillar. B B pillar. Yeah. 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 No correct. C-pillar. Yeah. Uh, in other words, so I don't know a ton about is, that. Is that electric? Yes. Okay. I don't know a ton about that Cadillac Lyric, honestly. Um, I can imagine that. <laughs> like how we said, yeah, we're going to have an episode about uh, electric cars. And then so far, all we said is, I don't really know a ton about this. <laughs> um, you can see how much research we've well, done. Okay. Neither, or none of the three of us are really uh, electric car gurus. I, know. I need to get more into this because I need to be able to understand when they say this battery has a such and such a kilowatt hour rating. Yeah. I don't. I understand what that like means. Like, how many DeWalt batteries is I that? understand what that means. I just don't understand the context. Like, right. I need to see all of all of them and, and compared see, the thing together. The is, is that the new, the new BZ4X at Toyota, it claims to make 201 horsepower. How does 201 horsepower out of an electric motor compare to 201 horsepower out of a, uh, uh, let's say, just like any ICE? I mean... Yeah. Well, follow that, the torque so, curve of a... Yeah, but, like, well, as soon as you get on the gas, is that thing full balls, 201 horsepower, I like you're moving? I don't think so. It's full torque right away, but the horsepower which makes its way the torque. In, the torque is what matters anyway, and that yeah. was rated at 198 pound-feet of torque. Okay. Which yes, isn't a ton, but I figure in an electric car, if it's, like, boom, 198 to the ground, you're horsepower, moving Horsepower is your power over time, so your... torque over time, right? Essentially, your kilowatt hours that you're talking about would relate to horsepower. Okay. One horsepower is like 740 watts or something like that, mm-hmm. and it'd be over time. So essentially you're rating the same thing, but just in a different measurement. Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's... I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, still a lot to, lot to go on that one, just because... Yeah. A lot know. to unpack, really. Yeah, no kidding. Speaking of like power figures and everything, mm-hmm. I remember... I don't know if we talked about this in the last one. It was a long time ago, but... Koenigsegg has their electric motor that they developed. Okay. Oh, 335 yeah. horsepower, 443 foot-pounds of torque, and it's tiny. I think it's like 40 pounds. Oh, yeah. Holy 60, cow. 63 pounds, sorry. Yeah, so that's that's the most... Uh, that's probably the biggest power-to-weight ratio out of Very a motor I can think dense. of. Yeah. yeah. I, lo- I love how Koenigsegg takes little things and just maximizes them. Right. Don't they have like a... 600 horsepower four-cylinder yeah yeah that's like a liter yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm sure that thing's healthy for a good five thousand miles and then it just gives up on life yeah I mean, that is a, you're asking a lot out of a small motor there but see it goes with the whole electric cars where everyone's like yeah it's not really a good like enthusiast car i don't really like electric i want to be able to hear my car and shift it and do all this stuff but the electric motor lower maintenance smaller lighter motor more power so it's better for the average person Right. It's yeah. fan- well, and we're just not used to enthusiast cars being electric. I mean, what there's I mean, like they're certainly coming though. Right, they're definitely coming, but like I could think of like the first gen Tesla Roadster. The, the Roadster is probably the only like in in actual enthusiast car I can think of that's right. electric. The rest and of them are sedans. I don't know if you want to consider right. them an enthusiast car, but there's a million enthusiasts out there that like them. Um, but it is. I don't know if it's confirmed, but I've at least heard rumors that there is a full electric Jeep Wrangler on the way. Okay. So I can only imagine that that thing would actually be pretty good if you're taking it like on trails and rock climbing. Short because, trails. Yeah. Well, <laughs> short well, trails. But, that's but you thing. try to get up over a rock, 
you know, yeah. and you're electric, torque's there. You're climbing yeah, it. There you go. Yeah. Tor- and on top of that, easy four-wheel drive. Yeah. Solar panels on the top. You can recharge it on the thing. That's true. Yeah. Like, and tire tech has gotten so good lately. Yeah. That, oh, yeah. I mean, with all that torque, you can, you can yeah, just go. Yeah, you can easily do it. Um, yeah, first-gen Tesla Roadsters, which are just Lotuses, mm-hmm. and they're really crappy, to be honest. And Elise, correct? Yes. Lotus Elise, really terrible cars, quite frankly. Like, There's, just built shittily? Yeah. Well, it's... That's my favorite country. For, shittily. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're actually British. Anyways... <laughs> I mean, Lotus Elises aren't very They're good to shit-ish. begin with. Shittish. They're not very good to begin with. Okay. And then you convert it to electric. That was Elon Musk didn't start Tesla. Correct. There was another company that had like designs and stuff, and he just bought it. Uh huh. Yeah. Made himself like chairman of the board, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think he is the uh, founder, founder, but he's not. No. They started back in like two thousand two, three ish. Yes. Somewhere early two thousand. Yeah. Because the Roadster yeah. originally came out in oh eight, didn't it? Somewhere around there. Yeah. yeah. Somewhere around there. Yeah, but like, I think we're just not used to enthusiast cars. For sure. I think you're. I think you're right. There's if you look at those uh, the swaps that they do. There was a video on YouTube of that. Um, I can't remember who was driving it, but there was a Willis Jeep mm-hmm. with an electric swap. That's pretty sweet. And they were driving it off road, splashing it through mud, all this shit. Mm-hmm. Looked great. Looked amazing. There's the electric swap Porsches now, too, if you've well, seen those. How about Aston Martin will sell you an EV swap for any of their previous models? Really? Yeah. Hmm. Don't they make that, uh, how do you pronounce it, Sig- Signet? Signet. Oh, like, the little like the smart Toyota car. IQ. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Don't they, isn't that half electric at least? Or most? Maybe. Could All be. I know is it's, it's like $70,000. Sure so it's probably I think a hybrid. it's an EV. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it is hybrid. It was before the whole EV thing really yeah. kicked off. Well, in Toyota... The BZ4X is the first thing I've ever seen from Toyota as far as an electric vehicle That's goes. Full they, they were yeah. really in, big on the hybrid thing starting mm-hmm. like mid to late 2000s. Yeah, and then Prius, Camry, Corolla, yeah. the RAV4. You can get in, all those in a hybrid. In California, you can get a 100% electric RAV4 a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. But it's California only. And then what was that Toyota that they did uh, a while back thing. that was hydrogen powered? Probably. Oh, the Mirai? Yeah. Mirai, they've, yeah. they've had a couple generations Which, of that. Apparently, that thing... The big complaint behind that is that there's just not like the uh, fueling, the infrastructure, infrastructure. Yeah. That's Same thing with for. the electric cars. They're, they're, it's growing. It's though. getting it's growing a lot fast. better. See, yeah. that's why I'm not too enthused about the uh, hydrogen. Mm-hmm. Is because electric already has quite a bit of infrastructure. Yeah, hydrogen's a great idea. The issue with hydrogen that I've seen, it takes eight times as much fuel to get achieve the same power. Yeah, so you don't have nearly the range for the amount that you put in there. Right. And isn't the process of making it not very efficient either? Yes. So going to the whole history thing, there's always been people who have made kits to run their car on hydrogen. Mm -hmm. And it was, you put water in electrolysis through the water, separates the water from the hydrogen. Mm. Then you burn the hydrogen, but that's a net loss system. It's a horrible design. Right. The new ones you're putting the hydrogen, frozen hydrogen, straight into the vehicle. Mm. So there is like, I'd imagine you have to cool the hydrogen. There's a lot that goes into it and a lot of power loss. And it's the exact same efficiency with making and making it and everything as a gas car, but just less emissions. See, and that's the thing. People always mention, well, you know, emissions, emissions, emissions. But yeah. they're kind of ignoring the fact that, yes, 
gasoline and diesel powered cars do emit a lot of things, but right. I'm not going to say it's the cleanest process in the world to, to refine crude oil because it's not, yes. but a lot of people kind of ignore the fact that uh, hydrogen or batteries or whatever, right. they've got a lot of dirty processes going into Horrible. into what's making them. Yeah. And that's mining, the type of thing, you know, I think it'll get better with time. Mm-hmm. I think that it'll just take scaling it up mm-hmm. to make it make sense, make it economical to actually do these things. We're just not at that point yet. It'd be slick if they could make some sort of carbon-based battery, which someone's mm-hmm. going to go out and say, oh, that's not fucking possible. But Imagine a car that runs simply off of the greenhouse gases in the air. But didn't create more. So all it, all air, it does is just. I think that air is actually like a hundred thousand feet away. So, you know, <laughs> so he, well, it is right now. Yeah. Soon it'll be down at us. Oh, I mean. okay. Here's the perfect thing. There's one engine that runs on like our gas, and then they switch it hybrid to the carbon dioxide and reburn that. Have you heard of gasoline? <laughs> no. Gasoline? You haven't heard of this? Is that like bio? That sounds like some Bob Marley stuff. Gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> it's um. I want to say oh, this is this is from a Just very a long time ago. Every yeah, it's a biofuel. Every article I see about it is from 2009. That sounds about right. Uh, they're Scientific they said, American. So they said the recession's on the way. So yeah. uh, here's gasoline. <laughs> um, I'm not gonna read this whole article right now to you, but yeah, I think it's just like a. It's a cellulosic biomass that can be sustainably harvested to produce fuel. Huh. Sweet. So I Ethanol? guess it just takes the sugar in the or the sugar starch whatever the hell in the grass and uses that as a fuel could you imagine emptying your lawnmower into your car (laughs) that'd be awesome (laughs) it's like the um delorean on back to the future 2 you just put the trash in oh mr fusion (laughs) yep also with the enthusiastic or the enthusiast cars there's a concept for electric lfa Successor. I saw that uh, Lexus cool. was looking at bringing back a LFA. Like Didn't they lose money on that project though? Yes, a lot. Yeah. Well, they spent ten years designing it. There's still by ones the that aren't it, uns- or there's still ones that are unsold. They designed it, and then by the time it came out, it looked ten years old. It yeah. looked outdated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It did have probably the coolest engine ever made, but I thought they were a little annoying. I mean, I wouldn't want the to drive one them? daily. Yeah. But like, yeah, it does. It sounds unique. It's, yeah. It's a little annoying. I think dr- having to drive one every day would kind of suck. Yeah. Of I course, I'm no expert and I haven't been around one much. But at the end of the day, when I look at it, I see it as a Lexus. Yeah. Right. Which is... Yeah, it's it's, it's all right. Yeah. It's a Lexus. You know, yeah. I'd recommend recommend one to my grandparents, but see, yeah, $350,000 car. That's already 10 years <laughs> Not out an already. LFA. I'm just oh, saying like hey, an Grandpa, RX in 350. General. Grandpa, see, I have a car for you. <laughs> what, I, what I like about the LFA, they may have lost money on that, but I think it definitely influenced the new like, what is it? LC, RC oh, yeah. 500s and stuff. Mm-hmm. The big dogs. And the RCEF. Is that, yes. that exists now, doesn't yes, it? Yes, RCEF. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think it definitely influenced those. Did you guys see that? I, we need to get off of gas oh, yeah, cars because that's not what we're Le- talking about. Lexus <laughs> does do a lot of weird shit that's not necessarily electric. Yeah, I feel like yeah. this is actually kind of. Uh, I feel like this is kind of a telltale sign about electric vehicles and how we personally feel about them is when we start talking about one and then immediately go back to <laughs> go how back cool to a gas about. sounding car sounds. <laughs> yeah. Like. yeah, the electric LFA. Yeah, those LFAs were really cool back in the day. Yeah, yeah I love the way they sound. Yeah, they sound like old men. Uh, I think we're also more like history nerds than true. most yeah. people. Yeah. Um, electric cars. I was just driving through Atlanta on okay. my way down to Florida. Just because. 
just cuss, you know, because yeah. that's the route that you take. Right. And aside Unfortunately. from spending, uh, yeah, I was gonna say, aside from spending <laughs> about three hours trying to get from the just through Atlanta, mm-hmm. um, in that meantime, I drove past a little uh, Lucid Air. Oh, was yeah. it on fire? That was my first time seeing one. No, it wasn't. I actually, hey, guess what? I found a. This is way less cool than what you saw, but I saw a uh, Lucid Air hot wheel at target so i actually got that i was like i'm surprised they're even I making that this too. that's cool considering i cannot find a pontiac or plymouth hot wheel which i assume is for licensing reasons it's probably harder to get those licenses. well they probably really want to market those lucid airs they're yeah. expensive they what, are, what are they 200k like, um i think the m- introductory price is like 120 through 150 ish but that's because the one that you can get right now is like the top dog model yeah they'll eventually bring it down to where you can get like the seventy thousand dollar like base model yeah but still i think they look i think they look great uh i watched the doug demuro review where he was kind of going through it and i was like you know that actually is kind of a a pretty cool car lucid uh, dream starts at one hundred and seventy thousand. yeah the dreams the dreams the top trim of the year that's like the bet the big dog 804 horsepower 471 (laughs) mile battery range okay so it's got numbers 30 percent chance of fire MPGE, what do you think that's? That's like the equivalent, like the electric equivalent. Oh, okay. Because um, MPGE is 125 miles to the gallon. I don't know their exact calculation for it, but from what I've heard, it's like if you were to convert this oh. into MPG, this is the equivalent number. Yeah, some bullshit. They mm-hmm. just throw a number on it. No. Yeah. A million. <laughs> 3,000. Let me talk about, we'll, we'll get to that. Let me talk about my experience with the Tesla down in Florida. Oh, back to this? Yes. Okay, cool. Um, and this will kind of talk about some of the technologies that go hand in hand with the electric cars. Cause there are, there are a few things that are relatively, um, anyways, this experience with Tesla down in Florida, like I said, charging was fine, but I tried to do the, the self-driving thing mm-hmm. and it handled it. Okay. On the highways where it's clearly marked and whatnot, but we get onto a road where there's two lanes in each direction and there's a median. Mm-hmm. And it hangs on to corners pretty well. But the part that it didn't do very well is on the screen it popped up and it said traffic signal ahead. And I look up, sure enough, there's a traffic signal ahead. But it's green. And the car is coming to a stop at a green light. Like, what the fuck are you doing? So I I get on the gas and I I go. Well, then it does it again in like a quarter or half mile when there's another light. It's green, but the car is stopping. There's traffic behind me. Teslas are colorblind. This this is pretty, yeah. (laughs) I I know the struggle. You understand it. You get it. I do the same thing. Can't, won't be any worse than me. Um, I it didn't like uh, changing from one highway to another. It's so like the the ramp. It oh didn't like that, yeah, which I understand. That's something that I can take over and yeah. do. I never really like let it do its thing. I was always kind of nervous. Like right. I kept my hands on my lap just in case I need to immediately jump up and grab it. But I think you're supposed to bone when it's in <laughs> autopilot mode. <laughs> no, you're not. Um, I I didn't think it was very good. So what amazes me is. You said that's the autopilot plus whatever the hell it's whatever called. It's, it's called. not the full self driving. So the because it's all software, right? Yeah. Obviously, it can do the same stuff. So basically, you're paying less for a worse setup, but they have a better software. Yes, because the full self driving, the full self driving, I think you can do it anywhere. Even if you're on like a two lane neighborhood street right. where there's no markings or anything, I think you can just do it there. Even or whereas was, this. I don't think it's like geofenced where you can only use it on certain highways because that's how uh, Ford's Blue Cruise right. or uh, GM Super Cruise is. Like you can only use it in certain places where they've mapped it out with LiDAR. 
and and they've got these roads marked as this is where our our self driving uh, technology can actually work. But Teslas, was, you can just turn it on and go. Was your Tesla was this? Was this just the cheaper software, or is this just outdated software? This was the cheaper software. Okay, it's uh, it's up to date. Hmm. All right. I think it's problematic. Yeah, but like I think as far as like the Tesla thing goes, the coolest thing is have you ever been to a Tesla dealer? Mm-hmm. Yeah, where they're like in malls dealer. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And you I've just been to one that was like in an old fucking warehouse. Really? It's sketchy. Yeah, it's up. It's the one up in uh, Minneapolis. Really? It's in like an old warehouse. It's like it's a brick building that's in an industrial park. Mm-hmm. You go in there. There's no signage whatsoever on the outside of, of the building. It's you walk exclusive. inside. There's just like dudes vaping are their technicians. Sounds about right. <laughs> and I don't know. The people were helpful enough. I just needed a 12 volt battery yeah. for a Tesla. See, I went to one, it was in a mall in New Jersey. Yeah. And they just have a Model 3, a Model Y, and a Model S. Oh, yeah, and you check it out. And they just have all the options on the wall. Okay. And you just look at it and yeah. order it. And you can do it on the computer. Yeah. Same thing uh, downtown Chicago. This actually might have been a Tesla service center. Oh, okay. Not an actual That dealer. makes sense because that's why there's douchebags vaping outside mm-hmm. of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and no signage makes more sense, yeah. too. Tesla service center, I think is what they call it. It, it might be something separate. Yeah. Because uh, they've got another one over in uh, Bloomington, Illinois, I mm-hmm. want to say. And that's a big warehouse. I don't think there's really much signage. The only way you'd know it's a Tesla center is the fact that there's like 300 Teslas in their parking lot. Oh, yeah. That makes so sense. So it's either that or like a Silicon Valley startup parking lot. Yeah. yeah. Your choice. Uh, Starbucks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but because, you know, Ford is trying to go towards the whole like no dealerships thing for the new cars. I've heard that where they keep very few models in stock. Right. You come check it out and you you make your order and Ford? then you order it and you give it a couple of weeks. Right. I don't particularly dislike that I feel like they've been idea. making a lot of like bold decisions. They were mm-hmm. like the first company to cut like sedans mm-hmm. out, which now is unfortunately becoming more common. And now they're the first or second company to kind of go to like the we're not doing dealerships or service station. Yeah. Kind See, of like, so I heard anyway. that they decided so really weird. I heard they decided on that kind of after they lost a ton of inventory recently. You know how, how we've had the chip shortages. There's right. not a lot of cars. Yeah. And they kind of found out, okay, well, actually we're selling more cars for more profit this way. I don't know if that's just market forces that are causing that to happen. And this is like a byproduct of that. See, I was under I the impression related they are. I was under the impression that like a lot of their new exclusive cars that were coming out, especially like the Ford Lightning and stuff, the dealers were marking it up so much that they're like, no one's gonna buy it for okay. this. Like now, granted, this is the new Hummer, mm-hmm. and I have I screenshotted this. The dealer tag, it's uh, let's see, dealer markup of one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. What the fuck? Yeah, so it brings That's the total horrible. price to... That's double the price, yeah? Total price to 245 So more than double. More than double. So Ford's like, well, this is ridiculous. Because obviously someone who wants that car, they're going to have 200 They're going to have a quarter million. They're going to spend it. It's like when the new Supra came out and they doubled the prices on them. So Ford's trying to get away from that. I think that's that. robbery. I think oh, it's 100%. bullshit. I think that the manufacturers should, should punish the dealers who do 100%, that. which they're going to because they're going to get rid of... Because think about it, dealers, if they get rid of their like new Ford things, all they're going to be able to do is used cars. 
Like that's that's mm-hmm. all it's good. in that and service, mm-hmm. which is where they get all their money anyways. But yeah, that's what keeps the lights on. Right, but I think a lot of the people only bring their cars to the dealer because that's where they got it. Yeah, that's the only place they know to bring it. Mm-hmm. It's the place that they trust will have the best care of it. Right. So this, in a way, would be getting rid. Plus, they're losing their hundred thirty thousand dollar markup, which, if anything, is nothing. Hundred thirty thousand dollars for absolutely nothing. That I don't know. Yeah, I think it's nothing a good way to do it. Than, yeah, nothing other than them trying to say, "Hey, uh, we have more control over this than you right. do," Fuck and they you. really do. It. I've heard that right now. There's so few cars on the lot that if you go into a car dealership looking mm-hmm. to buy a car today, they'll kind of tell you what they want for the car, and if you try to haggle with them, they'll tell you, "Hey, you know what? If you don't want to buy this car, somebody else will." Right. Yeah. It's hundred percent how it is. Yeah, busted. I mean, I mean it is. But to be fair, the consumers have had the upper ground for quite a while when mm-hmm. it comes to car buying. Mm-hmm. We're getting incentives and rebates and, and money off all the time. But now that's kind of flipped. It's different. Yeah. So yeah. it's a dealer's turn now. Yeah. Well, all cars are up. I mean, even the used market has gone up a ton. Yeah. And we had we, talked we about had this. an episode. Yeah. Yeah. We mm-hmm. had an episode about specifically how everything's about kind this. of gotten so expensive and. Mm-hmm. Uh, it I seems like it's, it's starting to cool it's down declining. a little uh-huh. bit. Yeah. I don't Maybe think not it's declining, go but it's at least plateaued. I don't think it's going to go back to where it was before, mm-hmm. but I don't think that is going to continue to climb. It'd Especially be nice if it went back down so I can buy more fourth gens. True. Those are never going to go back down. No. Let's be honest. I don't see collector cars coming down. Like I, fourth I gens think, and Corvettes, I think, are going to stay where they're at. Yeah, I like, think that... In the past two years, we've seen bring a trailer and uh, cars and bids auctions bring crazy huge, money. Huge yeah. money. So now that gets people in the mindset of, oh, well, this one car that people were in a bidding war yeah. on sold for this much. Auction that must mean that my version buying that's cars. shitty must be worth about the same amount. Yeah. Which is totally that's the thing. Not auction the case. sites have ruined, and not even like websites, but just auctions in general, like mm-hmm. the big ones yeah. that bring in like the nice uh, concours kind of cars. Yeah. Uh, have like ruined buying cars because uh you know there was like 2002 uh you know WS6 rolls across at Barrett Jackson thing is the cleanest one ever like just absolutely pristine it pulls like 120k it looks clean I was going to say yeah. I went to Meekum well, in Indianapolis and there okay. were some there were some hey, really hey, nice cars though. there let me continue don't, yeah don't get so, me wrong there were some really nice cars there a lot of them you get up close and it's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing rolls across and it pulls 120K, you know, crazy number. And so now every guy with a clap WS6 is like, I can get 40 for mine. No. No, not the case. No. Your next door neighbor just sold his for 20. Yours is worth 20, not 40. Yeah. Just because you saw this super nice one go for a lot of money does not bring yours up double. Yeah. That's not how so, it works. Auctions do not indicate market value. Yeah. No. Auctions, but, auctions trick people into thinking their car's worth more and kind of. It sucks for the buyer a lot of the times. It does. The auction, somebody is making an offer of what they want to pay. Not that what is, the car is worth. Yeah, yeah. That is not a suggestion of what the car is worth. Yeah. Now, buying a car or at least a collector car like that anymore, similar to buying a house. Yeah. Yeah, it's overpriced. But when you go to resell it, it's just going to be the same amount overpriced then. Yeah. So it's it's more of an investment than it is. Maybe. A, maybe. With, with the right is, car. With a house, a house doesn't go out of style but if you were to go buy the nicest 57 chevy right here right now true but with cars 30 years later is anybody going to have interest in a 57 no because all the people that were around with that saw those things knew that fell in love with them are going to be in the ground and so 
the only people that still love those cars are like the, you know, oh, that car was 30 years old when I was a kid, but I still liked it kind of deal. Like, I saw something that said a lot of people tend to buy cars or tend to enjoy cars close to the era when they were a child. Yes, I, that's, I won't. That's true. I don't think I'll ever be like, God, I just need a 2003 Hummer so bad. <laughs> no, okay. well, not every so, single car. Well, no, okay. Hummers are dumb. <laughs> well, are you familiar with the 1960, I'm going to say 63 Ferrari 250, the one that sold like auction or something? Mil. Like 40, 40 mil. mil. Yeah. In 1969, that car sold for $9,000. Which is and still a lot of money for that, no, that, so, that time, I mean, but it's nowhere near that's, 40 mil. That's like a brand new Aston Martin yeah. or a used Ferrari. Yeah. But like, it's one of those things that it's it's always gonna be in style and the older we get the less of them there's gonna be so i'm even seeing now on the 57 chevy topic a lot of like four doors now are going for the same price that a two-door would have gone for five years ago really they're just getting insanely priced and it's i don't think any car is gonna be a complete like losing like any collector car, even cars from the seventies that nobody wants are yeah. going for twelve to fifteen thousand. I don't think you're, there's anything that's really going to be at like hundred percent losing value. Okay, we got to do just, an episode on cars that are going to be a right. good investment. It, in I mean, unless term. a car just like completely gets clapped out when you own it, that's that's the only issue. That happens. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> I, I I can think of one right now. This actually this does have to do with our topic. Um, I can think of one from my childhood that if you've got one. Hang on to it because it's going to be worth some money someday. The GM EV1. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you've got one of like the three still rolling around out there that's sneaking <laughs> around. Weren't they all shut down? Um, okay. So GM, when the leases ran out, GM came to collect them. Mm-hmm. And they sent them to the crusher. There's a handful of them still out there. Uh, some went to like universities for research. Uh, some went to museums. Those ones, I want to say, had their powertrain pulled. Okay. So there's rollers now. But there was a photo a couple of years ago rolling around Facebook of an EV1 like sitting in a parking garage with about six inches of dust on top of it. And they just forgot some, to somebody, collect one. Somebody in the comments <laughs> said, "I know where." The, I'm, I said, I'm, "They said I'm not going to blow up this spot, but I know that this is in a hospital parking garage in Atlanta." That's all they said. So, I I was under the impression that those cars, like at a certain point, Chevy sent out like a signal over like the radio waves, whatever. That just shut them all down. Oh, really? Yeah. There was some car that was like that. And I, I seemed know, to imagine think Imagine you're like cruising that. on the highway and that your car be, just shuts off. That could be... <laughs> well, um, I think it was like the next time it shuts off, it's not going to turn back on. Yeah. That makes sense. That could be something with Which the, still could uh, get you screwed at the middle of the gas station. If that had, like, if that had like OnStar back right. in the day, they could probably manage to do yeah. that. Yeah. I think it was like really early days, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. GMEV1. GMEV1. I haven't seen too many EV swaps. There's a couple that I would like to do, but I do have two articles here. Won't get too far into them, but it says, first one, it's a Tesla crate motor that takes the place of a small block Chevy V8. Oh yeah, I heard about that. Yeah. I think they said base price is about 12 grand. They need batteries. It's not terrible. It's doable. Yeah. Especially if it's in like a C10, very doable. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other one, this one's, whoops. It's, uh, oh, it's just the headphones. Yeah. This one's actually just an axle replacement for like newer trucks that has the electric motor on it. Huh. And then you just put batteries under the trunk or under the bed. I think that's slicker and shit. Balls, balls, yeah. Yeah. That's like cool. convert any vehicle. Like imagine that on an S10. 
Just some cheap ass S10. Especially if it was one of the T top S10s. And that would you be pretty sweet. Just bend the whole chassis when you and, take off. <laughs> and then you ruined like a ninety thousand dollar car. Yeah, just twist it in half. Oh jeez, but like, I really like the idea of a simple EV swap. Like yeah. as simple as just swapping out the motor. Like Ford's mm-hmm. crate EV motor. Yeah, like it's it like plug and play almost. It's just easy. I, I think that's a slick design. Mm-hmm. I um I've not seen anybody do this, but that doesn't mean that it's not out there. I just haven't looked. Uh, BMW made a little car called the Active E. Okay. Yeah. I like my one series. It's pretty cool. But over in Europe, you could get a one series that was electric. Oh hell That's yeah! Not too bad. Uh, they were oh. they were all lease only. Um, and I guess I've got a photo here I can show you. Uh, this was the, the setup. I mean, the battery was under the hood where the engine would be. Motors are you know where motors go. Cool shit like that, right? Uh, these were all leased, and when the lease was up, this is what they did with them. Oh, they, they don't exist. But it's hey, you could go get the grills and headlights out of them. <laughs> yeah, right. It's a uh, it's a one series, but they've got uh, you know you were making fun of the hood bulge on that M3. Today. Yeah, it's a one series with a freaking hood bulge to fit the battery. Oh, of course, <laughs> that's they, funny. From Not the even factory, they just hit it with a hammer. <laughs> oh yeah, just dent it out. Yeah, and they had these like weird funky graphics that said like Active E, and they had weird. Well, didn't they make like a Tahoe that was a hybrid or something, and yeah. then a huge text on the side, hybrid. Yeah, uh, and, same thing with the Escalade. You get Escalade hybrid. Yeah, and it's like who, who went into a dealership and said, "Look at those big corny decals. I need that one." I want uh, everyone. Everybody in the seventies. Everyone. <laughs> okay, well, but that was in okay. the seventies when it said gnarly stuff like turbo, except it was in orange on a brown car. Yeah, I'd buy haven't that. you ever seen that that. Uh, south park where everyone's buying the hybrids everyone's sniffing their own farts (laughs) and because back in 2010 when everyone was buying hybrid uh escalades everyone's like yep got myself a hybrid you better too otherwise you're gonna kill the environment that was back (laughs) in the day where they'd pull up next to you in an old car and go yep you're killing the earth and drive off but i do take it back i have seen a pretty sweet ev swap are you familiar with the movie the italian job with heard of it, but I haven't seen it. With Mark Wahlberg? I haven't seen it. The newer one? Dalen? Sorry, what's up? Uh, the Italian job? Oh, yeah. Yeah, with Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they drive the minis through the subway? Mm-hmm. So New minis. The old movie's old minis, right? Yes. So the new one, the new minis, they weren't allowed to drive minis in the subway because of the fumes. Oh, yeah. So at the time, there were the only three EV-swapped minis in the world. <laughs> That's hilarious. For the movie. That's sweet. Um, when did that come out? Like 2001 or two or three. Okay. I was going to say, uh, they did the mini E, I 2003. think. 2003? They yeah. They did the mini E around the same time as this one series. Oh, uh, yeah? Active, yeah, active E. Um, I'm actually reading about it right now. So I guess, actually... This was, I got a lot of facts wrong on this. For the uh, Active E, there were 1,100 of them. 700 of them came to the U.S. and 35 went to China. Um, Here you go, 35 Chinese people. Yeah. I guess I did get the part where they were um, leased and they um, took them back when they were done. But, yeah, I guess you could get them here in the States. I'm guessing probably California. I'm surprised how many companies actually do that where they lease out a car and then when you're done, they take it back and crush it. Because I I was under the impression that the uh, Chrysler Turbine in the 60s was like one of the few that they did that with. 
I think it happens more than you would think. What, I'm why, sure it does. Why do they do this? Why no make money on engineering? Is it just they, for like a uh, it's test? Like a, test? Yeah. yeah, it's like PR test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see how they interesting. Because like you know, a car could be absolutely perfect in the factory, but you and I are going to look at a car different than just a normal person, a normie. The person so like, that knows everything about the car that helped design it is going to have a different right. Look like at it. like the Chrysler Turbine, they gave it, they leased it out to people who like just normal people, like teachers and stuff. Mm. And they're all like, "Well, this thing's louder than hell and uncomfortable to drive, and it's shitty." So then they took Whereas it back like and never made car it. Car guys would have no problem with that because we right. all it's drive like, this shit that's rules. loud as hell. <laughs> We're like rumbles man, like fuck. Man, sixty thousand RPM redline. <laughs> it sounds like a four seven or a seven forty seven taken off. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm sure that was um, that's probably a really big deal at that point in time because, I mean, I would imagine if you do hear planes, like if you live near enough to an airport where you do hear planes, a lot of propellers. So you hear, you hear a jet and you're like, I hear them where they, I live. I'm sure you do too. Jets started in like the 50s. Yeah, it was more popular post war. Yeah, it yeah. it didn't get popular until then, but like it would have been in that like jet era. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why everything Oldsmobile was like jet fighter, jet, jet yeah. fire, or whatever. Star. Yeah. Everything's plane themed, and then they They're went just to rocket to themed. The success of Sputnik. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But like, okay, as far as electric cars go, mm-hmm. this is one that I saw that was pretty sweet. Uh, let me get the name because Ooh, it's something. I just remembered something. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about EVs, apparently Fisker is trying to come out with two EVs oh, within the next yeah. few years. They, Have you heard of that? It's no. the Fisker Ocean, and what was the other one? I don't remember the Is names. it also water-themed? I don't know how I feel about water-themed. I don't think, water it, I don't think, I don't think it's water-themed. Ocean? The ocean? Yeah. Like the Led Zeppelin song? Yeah. <laughs> well, the the Fisker, I remember them bragging about like 11,000 foot-pounds of torque. Oh, yeah. Yeah, which, doable. Yeah, yeah. GM's doing that with the Hummer, Yeah. right? So Once we claim, have enough of those things, the Earth is just going to stop spinning because well, there's so many cars. We just drive around. them all in the opposite direction of the Earth, and we'll slow the days down. Get the Earth going really fast. Actually, I would like. I I could go for an extra hour in the day. Yeah, <laughs> that'd it's, be actually really nice. Yeah, or speed it up so we all just die sooner. <laughs> that'd be pretty nice too. Here's the one. The well, then the days just go faster. That doesn't age right. us any differently. Sure, it does. According to Interstellar, yes, it does. What? Anyways, the Light Year One. I don't remember where this is made. It's somewhere in Europe, but it's got a big solar panel on the roof, and it says it's got a range of 725 kilometers. Don't know what that is in American. Uh, I think that's about 400 burgers. 400 burgers. (laughs) I will translate it right now. What would you say? Uh, 725 kilometers. I think that's going to be more disappointing than it sounds. I think it's 400 burgers. 450 miles. Oh, really? Yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, I found this other Fisker EV. Where is... Fister? Yeah, the Fister. Uh, it's actually the Fisker Pear. Like the fruit. So they're going ocean and pear. Yeah, I'm not... Bizarre. They're doing names that the, can't really, like... They don't... I mean, it'd make more sense... What makes you think electric? This fruit and water. Well, they can't water. name it the apple. Yeah. Because of apple. Oh, that's but, uh, oh, dude, it's a pair phone from, uh, what is that, Victorious, that old uh, TV show? I thought that was iCarly. It's probably both of them. I think it's probably, like both of them. Isn't that also, uh, no, it's the fruit phone from GTA. Yeah, the iFruit I phone. <laughs> oh, but, and then it's a banana and two berries. Yeah. But this, this, in like a bowl. Balls. this Lightyear 1, the solar panel charges 
8.3, no. It was something where it charges like an extra eight miles every hour. Mm -hmm. So you park it at work and you get an extra like 60 miles by the time you get out. So you theoretically never have to charge it. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Just uh, charge up, drive home. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds easy. Yeah. It's a good way to do it. I'm trying to think of more electric cars. What do we got? Oh, well, what about the complete opposite? Have you ever seen that uh, come and swapped Prius? <laughs> yes, I have. Four VT. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. Did you guys see there was? Um, I think it was one of the bigger news networks in LA, or yeah, LA. No, fuck. It was either LA or Vegas when SEMA was going on. One of these news organizations was there covering it. They were like, "Yeah, we've got uh, gas-powered cars," and they showed something. Diesel-powered cars, they showed something, and even electric cars. And then they were talking about electric cars. And the car they had on screen was that come and swap Tesla that somebody <laughs> did. <laughs> it's like, yeah, electric cars. Yep. All right. Did you see the guy who's doing a six rotor swap Tesla? No. It, he's like I didn't holding. I even know there was a six rotor. Well, they're modular. You just put more and more on. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's like, six rotor Tesla? Why not? What to beat that? It's about a 100 rotor train. <laughs> train? Yeah. Let's well, put dude, it on some train tracks and just rip. Six rotors in the front, six rotors in the rear. I want that. Yeah. That's our band name. It's like a mullet, except it's equal all the way around. Six rotors in the front. Six rotors in the front. Your band name's going to be six rotors in the front. Mine's going to be six rotors in the rear. (laughs) And my band name's going to be six rotors in the middle. (laughs) Mullet rotor. I like rotor mullet better. Rotor mullet. That is a good one. Yeah. Um,. It makes it sound like it says road her mullet. <laughs> Rotor mullet? Her mullet. Oh, yeah. Dude, if you're not fucking chicks with mullets, what are you doing? Yeah, honestly. Chicks with mullets or yeah. you have a mullet? Band chicks name, with chicks, with cool. chicks with mullets. <laughs> chicks with mullets. It's like Dixie Chicks, but cooler. <laughs> chicks with mullets. Oh. Electric cars, Alpha Motors. Alpha? Alpha. Goes hard. Fucking cool. Goes very hard. You want a brand new Toyota pickup truck, electric? Fucking Alpha Motors. The, the, the Wolf, right? That's The Wolf? Called. Yeah, they had I, one of those at the uh, the Peterson. I know, I'm really excited that you got to see that. Yes, Such it, a cool car. It was great. It looks good. That's and, about it. I wasn't allowed to like touch her to go in. Right, I'm sure they're total shit. Probably. But, it's like a pre-production model. Yeah, but like a couple years in, if they actually make these, I would 100% buy one because they're cool. And something else that you don't really see a whole lot, Zero Motorcycles. They make electric motorcycles. Okay. Fucking cool. Are they? Yeah, you can Are get like- Are they cooler than the live wire? Yes. Okay. I feel like it, a motorcycle going by totally silently would be weird because I'm used to them very, being loud as hell. Very yeah. weird. And there's no shifting, so it takes all the fun out of it. Mm. But oh, like, like- What if you were riding a bike except it was boring? That's what like, we need. <laughs> You no, know, but like the the live wire is about like the most old man electric motorcycle you could get, and they're thirty thousand dollars. I think twenty grand will get you a pretty decent sport bike equivalent of like one hundred and forty horsepower with a two hundred mile range. My Indian's only got one hundred and forty mile range. Wow! Like it's it's a good buy, mm-hmm. and I think your base price on just a normal like on road off road kind of bike would be like nine grand. It's decently priced for a decent little bike it's not bad yeah yeah granted you're not really saving a whole lot on gas but still i don't know i can get behind it yeah i don't have anything against it Mm. i do think i haven't encountered one but i do think it'll be kind of weird when there's the sound of nothing passing me 
Yeah. I feel like the whole point in having your bike loud is so that people know you're there. It's a safety right. thing to me. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see how yeah. that goes because isn't there, uh, don't electric cars, at least most of them, have like noise generators now? Just Low speed. Yeah. And high speed, you just hear a bunch of tire noise. So Yeah, but like low speed, they have noise generators just so you don't have like, you know, people just walking right out in the middle of the road mm-hmm. and getting smoked. Wasn't it The Office where Andy was, do you guys watch The Office? Yeah, I've never I seen that show. I just know there's a third gen in it. There, yeah, Dwight is a third gen. But, uh, yeah. I, n- I never noticed that. I watched that show maybe two, three times. Through. It doesn't even look like a third gen artist. Uh, so Andy, um, I can't remember the guy's name in real life. Yeah. He's got a Prius and he's trying to run Dwight over and Dwight's standing at the other end of the parking lot, reading a sign was back to the road. And Andy creeps up real slow in his Prius, five miles an hour. Everyone's looking at him like, why is he not like turning around and seeing him? He goes, it's a Prius. It's electric under five miles an hour. So he's just going to slowly run him over. (laughs) That's goofy. Yeah. I like that show. It's a good show. It's a good show. I don't obsess over it like some people do. Some people go nuts over that. That and Friends. I hate Friends. Friends sucks. I mean, Friends. I hate having Friends. Welcome back to the Piss Off Everyone (laughs) podcast. Friends sucks. Friends is okay, but I just, I don't get why people obsess over it. It's not I thought How I Met Your Mother was a better version of basically what it is. It was better. I think the, the best one of those is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, but that one's like not quite the same because it's just like crude like over the okay, top it's I always have a hard sunny. time getting into those like kind of shows yeah. anyway it's always sunny is equivalent to like seinfeld i think okay yeah just Modern with a way seinfeld. less cool yeah, thing yeah. everybody's a dickhead yeah and if they're yeah. full themselves yeah yeah um yeah i would say yeah always sunny great show it's like Seinfeld, but way less cool theme song, like you yeah, said. Way less cool boom, theme song. Boom, 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 Check boom, this car out. Boom, 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 boom. Looks, oh, yeah, we talked about these. Yeah, the Alpha. Yeah. They fuck so hard. Cool. I want them to design more models. Looks like an R30 Skyline. They, they did make a... Cam. Let's see. Oh, they have a lot of models now. Rex, Wolf, Super Wolf, Black Rhino. Black Rhino. That's my rapper name. <laughs> This is their new one. All right, guys. I need to blast out of here. I just got told that we're leaving the house in an hour, so I'm going to head home. Okay. All right. All right. I think we'll finish this up. Yeah. Um, Wrap it up. I don't think I have too much. I don't either.